There is Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. They are at the center of the story. And there's Peter, James, and John who are watching what is going on. And then there is all of us watching all of them. And we are laboring under the idea that it is our job to figure out what it means. I don't know where we got that idea from, but it does seem to have a great deal of influence on us who read or hear read the Bible. Give us a passage of scripture and we will rack our brains to come up with the hidden encoded message that Jesus or the gospel writer or God has hidden in the passage for us to find. So here it is. <laughs> Moses represents the authority of the law. Elijah represents the authority of the prophetic. And Jesus is the authority that is above the law and the prophets. Now you can all go home and eat roast beef. <laughs> you know the secret. Listen to him, says the voice from the cloud, which must mean at least do not listen to other voices, which would include Moses and Elijah. Now there are a couple of other minor meanings, possible meanings, maybe pious meanings is the right word. First of all, in the presence of the Almighty, for goodness sake, Keep your mouth shut. Don't be like Peter. Secondly, the purpose of a mountaintop experience is to prepare us for the climb back down the mountain into the valley of death and darkness where our real work remains to be done. The story reminds us that things look different when we stand in the presence of the Almighty. It can be very unsettling, a very unsettling experience. For our way of living and thinking is challenged. We're challenged to see beyond where we are. And as we do, that we move back and forth between what we know and what we do not know, or where we are, or where we might end up. Children's stories are full of characters who move back and forth between different realms of reality. Take Cinderella. You know the story of four mice pulling the pumpkin, whisking Cinderella away from poverty into an exalted moment of acceptance. In one transforming moment, the servant is transformed into the queen of the ball. Or the story of the Lion King where Simba, a young lion cub, makes a series of selfish choices that lead to his father's death. He must flee. After a long exile, he's challenged to return. And while wrestling with the decision, he sees and upon his own image, mysteriously transfigured into the image of his deceased father. In that moment, he sees the purpose of his life, discovers the courage to return. 
Such transforming moments come to us, sometimes in worship, sometimes as we go forth in service, sometimes when we touch the lives of others. At such moments, we stand at the very border of the ordinary and the extraordinary, between the secular and the holy. It is not that God has been hiding, but we might say that God has been waiting for us. For it is not God that had to move forward in the journey of faith to be ready for those moments of transfiguration, but rather it was the disciples. It's folks like thee and me. We have to be prepared for such a moment. At the heart of our faith, we affirm that God is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. We are the ones who must grow and change, be transformed by love and mercy. We are the ones who must see with greater love and depth. We are the ones who must discover how to reach those who are often unacceptable. I believe we've all had at least one mountaintop experience. Those that we baptize today will have a mountaintop experience. And theirs come as ours came. When someone prayed over us, poured water, or immersed us under the water as a way of washing away all that separated us from God and our fellow human beings, was a holy bath so that we might go back down the mountain as new people, as the Jesus people in our time and in our place. It was a bath that unloaded from us the extraneous baggage of the old creation so that we might be the light of the new creation in the valley of death and darkness. This morning we will give a lighted candle to those being baptized. And you will hear the words, receive the light of Christ. May it shine brightly within you. May it shine brightly within all of us. Those that we baptize today need to see that we are taking the words that came from the cloud with utmost seriousness. Listen to him so that together we will all walk in goodness, in justice, grace, and mercy. Amen. Please stand and sing hymn 296, and the baptismal party will please gather up here in the front. 